Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello, my friends. Okay, I am here with a special bonus episode for you. Last week, I recorded um, an episode to, of To Diet or Not To Diet. And it's interesting because I've had this other podcast episode on my mind for a little bit. And I felt like it needed more. <laughs> I felt like it just kind of like continued the conversation. So today we are talking about achievable versus maintainable weight loss. Okay. There's a difference and I want to talk about it and all of the things. So, um, if you are interested in this whole topic of body change and weight loss and all of that, I have a few good episodes for you to add to your repertoire along with this one. Episode 29, I talk about the cost of getting lean and then episode 41, which I just talked about to diet or not to diet. Those might be some really great places to go if you haven't listened to them yet to listen to them um, in conjunction with this one, um, just because they kind of all work together and all of that. So today we are talking about what, like, how do we find the balance between kind of this achievable weight loss and this maintainable weight loss? And how do we get ourselves to a place where we're satisfied and happy and in a place where we feel really good with our bodies, in our bodies, with our wellness and all of that. So before I dive in, we have an amazing challenge coming for you. It starts September 13th and I want you there. If your relationship with food is messy, stressful, annoying, frustrating, any other words that I can't think of right now, you need this challenge. I don't know if a challenge is the best word, but it's the best thing I could come up with. But we are going to be talking about how to help you create a happy relationship with food and kind of bring this point home of like, what does it look like to create sustainable change that makes you feel good. And it's, I guess the best word I could describe of a breath of fresh air. 
So for five days, we're going to walk you through how to get out of that frustrating, annoying, um, angering diet mentality. That diet cycle that you've been spinning in for so long of like on the diet, off the diet, on the diet, off the diet, binging, restricting, all of these like feeling this roller coaster of emotions, roller coaster of actions with food, not knowing where to go, but also probably being a little bit scared to go off of a diet, to release some of those parameters that makes you feel in control around food, um, to be af- maybe be afraid, maybe you're afraid that you're going to um, give up on your goals or your weight will continually just increase if you're not on a diet constantly. That's what we are going to be talking about, all of that stuff, to help you ditch the diet without losing control around food and without giving up on your goals. And that's one of the reasons that I'm talking about this discussion, this topic today, because I believe that body change and body love can both coexist and body change can be a good thing, but it's a decision that you get to make about what that looks like for you. No one else gets to make that decision for you. So I wanted to have this discussion, but I wanted to first invite you to go sign up now. (laughs) Go sign up now. You'll get an email with all of the details. We have a pop-up Facebook group that is always a favorite. I'm going to be going live. You have workbook, like everything you need to be successful, you will have it. So a womanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge. Bring a friend with you, bring a sister with you, bring your mom with you, whatever it is. We have people from women from all ages, all different situations, all different histories and all of that. So you are welcome. I will meet you where you are, wherever you're at right now. If you're trying to figure out your next diet or you're trying to figure out what intuitive eating is or anything in between, we want you in there. I want you in there. So this is my personal invitation to have you join us, a womanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge, or you can just click on the link in the show notes as well. Okay, let's dive into this topic here, achievable versus maintainable weight loss. And you might think, okay, well, I'm going to get to a place in the podcast where I'm going to talk you into something. I'm going to talk you into a particular side. And if you've been here long enough, you know that's not true. (laughs) I like to bring a lot of neutrality into my discussions because I really believe more than anything is that you get to make your own decisions. You get to take the information that I share and the expertise that I bring and then make the choices that you want to make from there. So I'm just going to bring in a very neutral discussion about what this looks like and how to help you find a balance. Find a balance with your relationship with your body and what weight loss looks like for you and all of that. So I'm going to be talking about the differences. I want to just kind of open up right now with the differences between what we might consider achievable versus maintainable weight loss. What does that mean? And the best description I can give, and I've given this on the podcast before, um, but I like to think of it as, this is kind of an extreme example, so I think it brings home the point. If you are a figure competitor or a bodybuilding competitor, all of that, 
you work really hard to achieve a particular body fat percentage for a show. Okay, so you work really hard for months to achieve this particular body fat image to then essentially put on a show, right? To, um, I hope this doesn't sound wrong. It's just neutral, but like to show off your body, whether it's lifting or, um, you know, bikini competition, whatever you are showing, showing something. And so you are working toward that achievement. Maybe you're working toward, you know, just being there. Maybe you want to take home a medal, whatever. So you, so you're working toward achievement, but all figure competitors, bodybuilders, like all of those know that their performance level, their performance um, achievability, I don't know if that's the right word, is it's not something that they can keep up. So it's something where they work really hard to that point and then they have to find a place where their body can maintain again. They can't keep up the same level of work and effort for that competition or that show all the time, long-term. And so then they have to find a way to return their body to a maintainable state. Our bodies aren't meant to stay in such a low body fat percentage all the time. And so then they have to learn how to basically reach a maintainable level. Um, So with that said, we're going to be talking, I hope that makes kind of sense. We're going to be talking about What does it look like if you're approaching an achievable weight loss goal or a maintainable weight loss goal? And how do we find this happy middle here? Because they don't, they don't exist separately. Okay. They kind of coexist, but a lot of times when we are going after a diet or any sort of, you know, diet type program, we often reach an achievable weight but we're missing components of maintainable weight. And I'm going to explain. Let me, before I go any further, let me just, let me, let's just go through this so it'll make sense to you. So achievable weight is usually quick. Okay. Usually quick weight loss. Maintainable weight is usually slower change. Achievable weight is typically an overhaul. Okay, so you overhaul your habits quickly. Remember, we used the word quick earlier. You're overhauling your nutrition. You're maybe overhauling your exercise. You're overhauling a bunch of things to be able to achieve a weight loss quickly. Maintainable weight loss is all about incorporating. You start to incorporate changes as you get better at them. You start to incorporate habits into your life. Achievable weight loss appeals to our natural human tendencies, right? We want quick results. We want a quick outcome. We want that quick reward, right? So it really, it really caters to A, the world that we're in and B, just the natural tendencies that we have as humans to be able to, um, to, to want something quickly, right? We, we, if we look at it, we want it. And so that achievable weight loss kind of appeals to a piece in our brain that's like, I'm going to get an immediate reward from this or a, a quicker reward for this. 
maintainable weight loss kind of goes against that norm, goes against that desired desire for quick rewards. So we have to push and change a little bit and learn how to react to our body's natural desire for that quick reward. Maintainable weight loss goes against society's norm. Everything in the world that we live in right now is very um, focused on quick rewards. And being able to maintain something and learning how to step in maintenance goes against that norm. Achievable weight loss focuses on the end point. So when we're looking at achieving something, for example, the bodybuilder, the figure competitor um, example that I gave you, there's an end point there. It's time bound. My show is on September 13th or whatever. There's, there's this end point. I'm doing Whole30 for 30 days and then I'm done. And so everything that we're doing when we're overhauling our diet and all of that is our focus is typically on this end point. It's time bound. Everything that we're doing, we're looking for what's going to happen on that day 30. What am I going to look like? What is the scale going to say? Like it's, it's only like this laser focus on this end point. Maintainable weight loss is focused on the journey. So there is, of course, a, um, a looking forward to an end point, but you're more focused on the daily, day in and day out tasks and habits and focusing on the journey that you're taking to get where you want to go. Achievable weight loss is typically a desperate approach. Usually when we are trying to achieve something, I'm not even going to say usually, maybe we'll say sometimes because I still really want to make this a neutral discussion. A lot of times for a lot of women, when we want to jump into a diet, it's because we're desperate to create change in our bodies. So a lot of times this achievable weight loss goal comes from a desperate approach to get there, which then also kind of flows into that point we made earlier about it focuses on the end point. Maintainable weight loss is a more patient approach. And the reason that it is, is because it has to be, right? If you want to create a maintainable weight loss, like a long-term maintenance, we have to be patient because long-term equals patience, right? So it's a little bit more of a patient with your body approach. And that can be hard. That can be really hard. And so remember, this achievable weight loss appeals to those natural human tendencies. And so it it makes sense that we're entering a diet from a desperate approach, right? And so when we think about maintainable weight loss, sometimes it feels like a bit of a foreign concept or difficult to figure out how to get into a patient approach with maintenance. Achievable approach is more of like a suck it up mentality. I'm going to do this for 30 days. I'm going to do this for two months, 90 days. What's the 175 hard right now? I think is kind of the popular one. I don't know a whole lot about it, but 
it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to suck it up for 30 days or 75 days or 90 days or 21 days to make a habit. It's kind of just like, even if I'm miserable or I don't like it or it's not working for me, I'm just going to suck it up and do it because I committed, because I want these outcomes, all of that. So when we're typically in an achievable state or mind frame, we're in a bit of a, I'm going to just suck it up. I'm just going to do it willpower we're, we have we're like use, using willpower as our primary driver maintainable weight loss is adopting the learn through it method or mentality i guess instead of sucking it up you're saying okay i'm learning from my experiences i'm learning to create change i'm learning when i mess things up and how to create how to change it from there Right. And then that goes back to having to learn patience, having to learn that I'm focused more on the journey. So this is kind of a snapshot of the difference between achievable and maintainable weight loss. There is not one that is better than the other. They work together. In fact, I want to suggest we let them work together. What do I mean by that? Because it's possible, you know, especially around here, we talk a lot about intuitive eating and all of that. It's possible for you to be like, well, of course I shouldn't be doing achievable weight loss. I should be working on maintainable weight loss and all that stuff. But I think it's really important that we also cater to some of the things that help drive us, that help keep us going. Sometimes it's really important to have um, some push goals. Other times it's really important to have some living goals, some lifestyle goals, that you're just living your goals. So I want to suggest that this discussion today is not about one or the other, but instead letting them work together. What would that do? A lot of times when we enter the diet cycle, we only focus on achievable weight loss. And that's where we get stuck right? It's not necessarily that it's a bad thing. You create some good habits in achievable weight loss plans. But what happens is we don't know what to do with them when they're done. And we're also not appealing to um, that like keep going mentality. So I want you to think about it as a pendulum and I've talked about the pendulum here before, but I want you to think about a pendulum. Let's just call it our pendulum of food freedom. On one side, normally I say on one side, when you're in the diet cycle, you're restrict, your rules, you're strict, you're rigid, all of those things. So like there's no wiggle room. And then when the pendulum swings all the way to the other side, freedom, no regard to health, um, I can do whatever I want, like just... Um, no boundaries, no rules, no um, accountability, maybe the word would be. And when we're looking to achieve food freedom, we want to bring them together. Okay, it's important that we have some structure to our nutrition. But it's also important that we don't feel so rigid that we don't feel like we can live the life that we want to live. So I want to bring this discussion into the pendulum analogy. Where do you lie in your achievable versus maintainable weight loss approach. Do you typically go for the achievable methods? Quick, overhaul overnight, um, focusing on that end point, a desperate approach, 
or, you know, that suck it up mentality? Or do you swing all the way to the other side and maybe, you know, feel like you're going a little slower than you want to, or, um, maybe not setting some goals or, you know, like all the way, I'm just trying to like visualize how both sides can really help us. And sometimes that other side too is like not taking responsibility or accountability for creating change, which is what you want. Okay. This is, this is a discussion of if you want to create change in your body, if you want to create weight loss in your body, we can't expect to avoid responsibility or to not do certain habits and expect that we're going to lose weight, right? So let's say, for example, if you are wanting to earn, you want to save $1,000, you can't just say, I want to save $1,000 without actually doing something about it. I have to set up a system for myself to you know, put in a dollar a day or have to learn how to make a little bit more money or or like you have to create some habits to help you get to that goal. So I want you to think about where do you lie on the pendulum or you could even look at it as a spectrum. Do you tend to go more toward the achievable? Do you tend to be a little bit more like, um, I don't know what the best word is, um, undedicated. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right word because I don't want it to sound um, like you have to, you know, suck it up mentality, but um, accountability probably would be, you know, self-accountability, being accountable to yourself for the outcomes that you want. And then I want you to ask yourself, how can I allow these to work together? If I am constantly looking for quick weight loss, And it requires me to overhaul my diet overnight. And then I either give up really quick or I finish the program and don't know what to do when I'm I'm done. How could I swing a little bit more toward the maintainable side? Is there a way I could do this a little bit slower and try to incorporate these habits a little bit slower so that I can start to get used to them and start to be able to incorporate them into my life? Maybe instead of focusing on this end point, this like, like, you know, a certain number on a scale or a certain size, I start to focus on the journey. What does it look like for me to create change every day to do the things that my body needs to do? What does it look like for me to be accountable to my body and my wellness every day? Instead of saying, I'm just going to suck it up for 75 days. What if I said, I'm just going to learn through it. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but I know that if I mess up, I'm not going to give up, right? It's a lot easier to give up when we are trying to overhaul everything. So I want this episode to be a little bit of a homework, (laughs) I guess homework for you. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know if anyone's still in school, but this is homework for you. I want you to write out on each side, maybe on each side of a paper or even on the, like draw your own pendulum and ask yourself where you are from achievable to maintainable weight loss. Do you go after things and try to make them quick? Do you over, or do you, or do you go a little bit slower? And what, where do you want that balance for yourself? Maybe you're not taking accountability for your body. Maybe you're not creating change. You're giving up really easy and you, and you want to maybe speed up the process a little, process a little bit or um, 
you know that you have goals you want to work toward and you're capable of working toward them and you need to make a decision that you're going to show up for yourself. Okay. Maybe you need to start incorporating some habits rather than being all or nothing. I'm either overhauling it all overnight or I'm doing nothing. What would it look like if I started to incorporate a little bit at a time? Maybe I'm only focused on the future. Maybe I'm only focused on the journey. I'll get there tomorrow. I'll get there tomorrow. Like kind of that constant thing. Maybe you do need to set a few specific time bound goals for yourself. I want to be a regular exerciser in a month and I'm going to start with five minutes every day for a week. And then I'm going to do 10 minutes and I'm going to do 15 minutes. So this is your opportunity to recognize, to bring these pieces together. They can work together. Let them work together. It's really important because here's a little side tangent. When we are looking at weight loss, and this is another episode for another day, but we we talk about this in um, Food Freedom. So if you want to join us, the doors are opening September 20th. So we talk about this in there, but basically weight loss is not meant to occur consistently or constantly but in the diet culture and in our brains we're like always in this weight loss state and the thing about weight loss is we're actually meant to step into a weight loss quote zone and then get out of it and learn how to maintain it and then when we're ready we get back into a weight loss zone because weight loss is basically a controlled starvation it's not, it sounds worse than it really is. <laughs> it can be simple. It can be enjoyable. But basically you have to enter a level of deficit for your body to lose weight. That's science. That's how it works. And if you're not ready physically or emotionally to enter a deficit, then it's just going to come back to bite you. So when we are in an achievable weight loss state, we're just like, suck it up. I'm going to be hungry all the time. But then we don't know what to do when we're done, right? We don't know how to maintain a weight loss. So it's really important that when we step into a weight loss state, we, we kind of are focused on some achievable outcomes, right? We are, we're doing a little bit more. We're, you know, we're stepping it up a notch. And then when we are ready to take a break, which I usually say anywhere from two to 12 weeks is where you could kind of be in, in a weight loss state. 12 weeks would be a really long time, but um, that's about the most I would say. And when you're in that, you're working hard toward that goal. And, but you're working with your body and you're working with the habits that you have. And so it might not be as fast as Whole30 or it might not be as fast as all of those other things out there. Um, but you're learning how to maintain these habits. So you're stepping into weight loss and some in a level of deficit. And then when you exit, basically, this weight loss zone, you know how to maintain it so that when you're ready to step back in and lose a little bit more weight, like let your body kind of recover. And what happens usually with dieting is we gain the weight back because we don't know how to maintain it. And so I like to think of it as steps, right? We're, like if you can picture steps stepping down, you're maintaining and then you're stepping into a weight loss zone. And then you're maintaining and you're stepping into a weight loss zone until you've achieved your goal weight. And we can't do that if we're on all the time, if we're trying to lose weight all the time. So 
That was a little bit of a, a side tangent there, but I really want you to think about what it would look like for you to let this, uh, this concept of achievable weight loss and maintainable weight loss work together. What would it look like for you to focus on the journey while also maybe pushing yourself in, in a few areas? What would it look like for you to start incorporating habits and being responsible for the outcomes, being accountable to yourself? What would it look like for you to, instead of having this full-on suck-it-up mentality, asking yourself what it looks like to learn through it while also knowing that you have outcomes you're expecting and so we've got to work toward it. We've got to do some things to work toward it. So hopefully this episode was kind of an eye-opener. Hopefully I stayed, I kept it pretty neutral. (laughs) That was my goal anyway. And to help you find your happy middle. That's what we're all about around here. That's what I want for you more than anything else is to to achieve your woman of wellness vision. And that is a happy middle. And you're never going to get to the exact middle and then be done, right? We're constantly working toward finding our middle and tweaking and changing and all of those things. But it requires you to show up for yourself. It requires you to be accountable, it doesn't require you to be perfect. It doesn't require you to, require you to only re- rely on willpower. But it does require you to keep showing up. Keep asking yourself questions. Keep learning through it. So I have one more call for you. If you are wanting, if you're ready to take this action, to get away from that feeling of desperation, to get away from the feeling of, you know, you're, you're just desperate to get out of your body. You want quick results to overhaul everything overnight, but then it doesn't last very long. You want to find that middle to actually get results without feeling like you're floundering, (laughs) you know, like feeling like you're drowning because you're trying to change everything overnight. And you want to get results without losing control around food. Maybe you're afraid to go off the diet or or anything like that. That's what my Ditch the Diet Challenge is for. And I want you to show up for yourself. I'm going to teach you how to do that. This is a challenge unlike any other challenge. We're not doing like tips and tricks here. Okay, I'm not teaching you like do this and follow this tip and this trick and you'll get this. No, we're doing the deep work. Sometimes the deep work requires some deep questions, but it creates change. It creates achievable and maintainable change. And that is our goal. That's your goal, is to create achievable and maintainable change. So join me in the challenge if you have already been the challenge or you don't want to spend time in the challenge, but you know you want to jump into food freedom with us, you can do that as well. A womanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom. But know that a happy relationship with food, your body, with weight loss, any sort of body change is absolutely achievable and maintainable. It just takes the right steps to get there. I cannot wait to see you all in the challenge. Okay, my friend, 
If you love the Women of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.